Welcome to the Wellness and Wanderlust podcast. We're here to demystify wellness and help you add a little adventure to your life. Tune in for a new episode every week where we'll hear from incredible guests and talk about ways to be happier and healthier in our new normal. I'm your host, Valerie Moses. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to Wellness and Wanderlust. I want to wish you all a very happy new year. I truly cannot believe that we're at the end of December and that I'm even saying happy new year. If you told me back in early March that this is where we were going to be at the end of the year, I don't think I would have believed you. It doesn't feel like December 31st. It feels like March 300 something. But I think for many of us, it can be really tempting to write this year off as a dumpster fire. I've said it myself. I think I've used those exact words. And, you know, let's face it, there was a lot of loss and hardship this year. This was not an easy year. So in this episode, I don't want to approach 2020 without acknowledging that. But like any year, I think it's important for us to take a step back and really reflect We had a lot of challenges that we faced, we learned a lot of lessons, but we may have even had a few happy moments along the way, and I thought this episode would be a good time to say a proper goodbye to the year that we're truly never going to forget and just set ourselves up for success in the year ahead. For me, 2020 really started out on a difficult note even before COVID affected our day-to-day lives. I had to have surgery in January, I caught the flu in February, really was not able to do a whole lot, and I was blindsided by a few personal things that I never thought were going to happen. So by the time March rolled around, I was honestly ready for life to turn itself around. I wanted to maybe plan a trip, go on some adventures, and make the most of my vacation time. I had a lot of vacation time accrued for this year, and I was really excited to get on a plane and go. Of course... Everything changed by mid-March. I work in community engagement, and I used to be off-site at events and luncheons and coffees pretty much every day. Suddenly, here I was working at my kitchen table. I was ordering Uber Eats and really only putting on makeup for Zoom calls. Um, From a career standpoint, I've actually really loved working from home. I've talked about this a lot and being able to kind of change course because I really was too busy prior to the pandemic and there were a lot of things that I was really cramming into my schedule that weren't really necessary for me to be cramming in. But I have really missed getting together with my friends, finding cool local hidden gems that I like to blog about and tell all of you guys about, and even just going to Target, wandering around the store and not having any sense of purpose, just wandering around, going down all the aisles and probably buying something I didn't need, but just getting out of the house and doing things without having a set purpose in mind, running in and out with a mask and, you know, getting the heck out of there and going home. So looking back, I think 2020 really forced me and forced all of us to reflect. I chose a one word theme for the year um, back in December last year. So I decided that my focus for 2020 was going to be quality So what that meant for me was being intentional about where I was spending my energy and also choosing quality over quantity. For years leading up to 2020, my life was all about quantity. I was trying to fit as much into my schedule as humanly possible. I would share my energy with everyone at the drop of a hat, you know, no hesitation or concern for my own needs or whatever else was on my schedule. And I was always finding new ways to fill up my days, fill up my calendar as much as humanly possible. 
in hindsight, I really think that this is a form of self-numbing that a lot of us fall guilty of. And it's a way that we can really avoid our problems and do that in a way that we feel is maybe kind of more functional than some of the other ways that we might self-numb. But it still can be kind of, you know, dangerous for us. And with the pandemic happening this year, I've really had to take a step back and be alone with my thoughts sometimes. Sometimes those thoughts are not the most cheerful. It's not the face that we like to put out to the world. But I've had to be alone with those and really sit with those feelings and let them pass or address those head on. I think with Zoom, it can be a little bit easier to find ourselves falling back into the patterns of being busy for the sake of being busy. But I'm noticing that I'm really trying to focus now on what actually fills my cup. And, you know, when I'm there, when I choose to be there, I want to be there with my whole heart. I, you know, you can't give your friends or loved ones your best self if you're not listening to your body and listening to what you need. So for me, 2020 has been a year of really setting boundaries and learning to stick to them. And maybe we've been forced into that, but I still think this has been really powerful. And I've been sort of almost forced into focusing on that quality over quantity. 2020 has also really forced us to reflect on what was working in our lives and what wasn't. We've all had to think about, you know, what do we miss? What do we not miss? What do we want to bring back into our lives when things go quote unquote back to normal? And I'll be honest, I don't think life is ever going to look the way it did prior to the pandemic a hundred percent. And I think that's okay. You know, in the quarantine, I think a lot of us are doing things we really love that we may not have made time for in the past. And, you know, while we certainly want to get back to family gatherings and seeing our friends and really spending that quality time, I've also been able to make time for some things I wasn't making time for in the past. So, you know, creative pursuits, my fitness, meditation, meditation was something I talked about for years. And then finally talking to some people on the podcast about it really inspired me to go into that. I didn't start a podcast for years just because my plate was too full with in-person events and obligations. But being in this pandemic, I was finally able to sit down write down, you know, what do I need to actually start a podcast? Who would I want on the show? What am I looking to, you know, accomplish? And what do I want to, you know, relate to you guys on? It gave me that time. It gave me the space to really reflect and do the research and do the planning. And now here we are, we're episode 14 and still going. We have a lot of really great stuff planned for the new year. And I'm just so excited and I wouldn't have had this opportunity had it not been for slowing down and kind of, you know, letting go of certain things, even if I, you know, was sort of forced to let go of those things. 2020 was also a year of gratitude and perspective shifting for me. There were certain things this year that didn't work out in my favor. And with time, I'm now actually really thankful that those things didn't work out. I think timing is really everything, and this year has given me a much greater understanding of just how little is within my control. There are things I still need to do my part, so I need to wear a mask, socially distance, vote, put my money where my mouth is, but I also have had to acknowledge that what others choose to do is not a reflection on me, and... This has been really important realization and just focusing on what can I do to make a difference and what can I also do to really fill my cup and be the best version of myself. 
even in a time where we may not feel like the best versions of ourselves. We're planning for a new year now, and this time of year can be extremely polarizing. So I conducted a peer-reviewed study, and by that I really mean that I just did a quick Instagram poll just to find out what you guys think about New Year's resolutions. Some people are very pro New Year's resolutions. Others feel that you really should be able to set goals at whatever time you want and that, you know, the new year is really just an arbitrary time to do that. So wanted to know what our listeners thought and you guys were actually pretty evenly split. 57% of the group said, yes, you do set new year's resolutions, but 43% said no. So I thought that was really interesting. I do fall into the group that does set new year's resolutions, but I understand why others do not. And I think when it comes to goals, you know, as I said, you really can set them at any time of year. And I think you should. If something resonates with you, if there's something that you want to accomplish, you don't need to wait until it's New Year's Eve to write that down and to set a plan. As I mentioned, I started a podcast in September. This just happened to be the time that it made sense for me. I was not going to wait until the new year. I set a date that I wanted to launch and I did the research and worked backwards. Having said that, I think that it can be kind of nice to have that clear demarcation like a new year to set some new goals. In, in last week's episode of the podcast, Cynthia Velasco talked about how it's so important to check in with ourselves and with our goals throughout the year and see what's working and what isn't. And I think that's so true if we want our new habits to stick. Some of our listeners wrote in with their goals for 2021. So I really wanted to put those out into the universe and share those with our audience. Some of you are looking to move out on your own in the new year. Some of you had a focus on home ownership, which is really exciting, setting up an online store, starting a podcast of your own, and even getting certifications in personal training and nutrition. So I thought that was really cool. I wanted to share those with you guys just to let you all know a little bit of what our listeners are focused on for 2021. Now for me in 2021, I'm focused on keeping my fitness routine consistent. Um, This was something that I have been a little bit up and down with. Um, I'd like to focus on about three to four workouts a week. If it's more, great. If not, that's okay too. You know, at one point in the pandemic, I was doing heavy, heavy cardio kickboxing every single day. And I would love to get back to that, but I want to make sure that I'm mixing things up and keeping my goals manageable because life does get crazy and it's not always possible for me to put in that amount of time to do 12 rounds of kickboxing and then some core workouts, you know, when I have other things going on. So focusing on a consistent workout routine is going to be key for me. I also am going to be focusing on living a more eco-friendly life. I feel like I put a lot of waste out and I've noticed that and I'd like to make some sustainable swaps, focus on recycling. That's not something that's accessible where I live right now. And so finding ways that I can do that. And a lot of you have actually expressed interest in living more sustainably as well. So I was really excited to share with you all that we have an episode all about this topic coming up in late January. So get excited and you'll be learning more about sustainable living soon. And a lot of what our guest touches on in that episode are things that I'm going to be focusing on in 2021. As far as goals go, I have a few other things I'm focusing on in 2021 in terms of creating more of a sanctuary in my home, especially because I am home so much these days and doing an overall mass decluttering of my apartment, which has been a pretty ongoing process. I've been doing a lot of that over the last year or so. And 
you know, I'll be updating my goals over time, but you can pop over to wellnessandwanderlust.net for just a little more information on what I'm up to for 2021. And of course, be remiss not to mention my word of the year. I really loved having the word quality to reflect on throughout 2020, and I will definitely be focusing on that again in 2021. I reached out to the Wellness and Wanderlust community on Instagram because, of course, I wanted to see if any of you use a word for the year, and if you do, what words you're planning to incorporate as your theme for next year. So Gina, who was our guest in episode 12, is going to be focusing on respect, Jessica and Tyler from the Orlando duo, who are great friends of wellness and wanderlust, are focusing on gratitude. Lewis chose the word resurgence. And I really love all of these words. I am so excited to see how each of you embodies these in 2021. If you're not a New Year's resolution person, but you still want to you know, use this time to create some intention, I really encourage you to think about a one-word theme. This can kind of drive what you do in 2021 and kind of drive the decisions and what your focus is. It's something I really highly recommend because I really did go back to my word quite a bit throughout the year and I will share my own word for 2021 and why I chose it. So my word for 2021 is drum roll, please joy. I want to create and spread as much joy as I can in the new year. Now, let me be clear with this one. I'm not trying to approach 2021 from a place of toxic positivity. I think coronavirus cases are going to continue to rise in the new year, especially from all of the holiday travel. And while I may be happy about the results of the election, we're still a country divided. We're going to continue facing that division for a while before things truly get better. I think the civil unrest, institutional racism, all of these things, as I said, they are going to continue. We can't view the world through rose-colored glasses. And we do need to focus on what can we do to make the situation better and what can we do to improve the world? Because the world is not going to completely bounce back when the clock strikes midnight. I think we've all been really looking forward to a new year as a new start. But we have to keep in mind, you know, things are going to continue on this path before they really do get better. Now that I've been a little bit of a downer, I still think we can adjust our perspectives and find pockets of joy wherever we are in our lives. And so that's what I really want to focus on in 2021. I have always been someone who is really enthusiastic and excited about things. I feel like I really lost that for a lot of last year, but there's still so much that's beyond my control as we talked about earlier. But I really think that if we look for joy, we can find it, even if that starts out in small doses. I want to thank all of you for being a part of this journey with me. I know this episode was a short and sweet one. I think a lot of my solo episodes will be. But I just wanted to tell you I've really loved sharing with all of you over these past few months. And I'm excited to see where this podcast takes us in 2021. We have some really amazing guests lined up, and I cannot wait for you to hear their stories. As always, if you have questions or a topic or guest you'd like to see, I would really love to hear from you. So please do not hesitate to email me at Valerie at wellness and wanderlust.net or DM me on Instagram at wellness and wanderlust blog. You can leave me a rating and review if you enjoy this show. It's 
really, really helpful, especially for a new podcaster like me, because it helps other people find the podcast. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode and you're new to the show, please subscribe so you can keep up with new episodes. We air every Thursday. Some weeks we have solo episodes like this one. Other weeks I bring on really incredible guests to share their stories and insights with all of you. I want to wish every single one of you and your loved ones all the joy and love and good things to come in 2021. Let me know what your word for the year is and what you're working on. And I can't wait to see you all in the new year.